are you hiding back from having multiple jobs or freelance offerings? And is that out of a fear that it will undermine your value or your professionalism to let people know that you do lots of things? Well, in this episode, a short episode, I'm going to explore the should trap squasher of pigeonhole profiles. Hmm. Listen up. This is Unsquashed. I'm your host, Tricia Lewis. Engage your detective mindset and let's get ready to solve the mystery of the squashed self. There is a certain, shall we call it a myth or is there perfectly rational reasoning behind it that says career paths are good. A recognisable start, progress, focus, specialisation, expertise, etc. Great. And when that comes to now, say, writing your profile on LinkedIn, for instance, you can be very specific about that expertise. Or if you are a business owner, you're very specific about this is my thing. This is what I offer. This is what I do. It sounds kind of good, doesn't it? Surely. But there could be a problem and it could be your problem. Because if you're somebody who really, really craves variety, has multi-level interests and curiosity drivers and experience, you might really struggle to pigeonhole yourself. So this is for you. And I speak from experience. I have a multi-layered career and I don't even think I should use the word career because that's loaded as well isn't it I have many different experiences jobs skills learnt over many decades and I have recently experimented with trying to really pigeonhole myself more over the last few years since I set up my communication coaching business, I felt I had to pigeonhole myself. I had to be able to say consistently a good answer to the question, what do you do at networking events? I had to be able to put it beautifully in a few characters in a LinkedIn headline. I had to niche because if I didn't, it would look as if I was just messing around. This was just a bit of a hobby. But I have decided not to go with that. <laughs> and I've been gradually eking my way out of that over the last year or so. And in fact, I've even retaken up doing certain freelance things that I did before. And I feel better. So what's going on here? It's very easy to pigeonhole ourselves as a type of person, as a person with a certain kind of experience, expertise, whatever. You know, as a kid, you might be the bright one, the sporty one, the creative one, 
and then you grow up and you decide that you have a type when it comes to relationships and then you do some personality tests in a in a job and you are branded practically as your letters or colors or whatever it is you might think i'm an introvert or i'm an extrovert and forget that there's this thing called ambivert you might have pigeoned yourself due to all sorts of societal influences influences as you were growing up and your own sense that you need to somehow but what about if you don't put all your eggs in one basket if you spread your interests and your offerings a little more randomly is that bad no but it depends how you do it and why you're doing it doesn't it so if like me you tend to fight against this kind of pigeonholing which for some people by the way can work perfectly this is an individual thing but if it doesn't and you're struggling and you're in a bit of a fight consider that this might not be the right way for you that you might be better off carving out a way of making an income enjoying your life work-life balance all of those things that has a random quality about it that might at first not look very impressive on paper but you can make it look good because I think this is a bit of a, a barrier that we owe to ourselves and to others to break through a bit because there are plenty of people who don't work in this kind of monomania world <laughs> with all their eggs in one basket. And the more the world is developing with all these crazy things like AI, the more the argument to put your eggs in lots of different baskets makes sense, doesn't it? So to give you an example, when I first set up my business, I was given some advice about not telling people my previous experience. From here on in, I was in the business world, I was a professional business owner, and I must absolutely only focus on the one thing that I was offering as a service, communication coaching. To talk about my background of many decades as an actor, as an entertainer, as a speaker, as a reminiscence facilitator, I worked with people who had dementia, really triggering off stories and using music and props and all the rest of it, as a funeral celebrant. Yeah, a funeral celebrant. What does a funeral celebrant do? Oh, meets with families, gets their stories, writes eulogies, delivers them. Yeah, this is interesting, isn't it? Because what have all these got to do with being a communication coach? Huh, you mustn't talk about them. Well, that's weird because they are absolutely totally relevant. And what's more, my experience. Yes, I have had more than one marriage. Um, is this making me a bad, unreliable person? No, because the stories that go along with that mean that I am very able to get it when people start talking about their various um, bits of, shall we say, baggage. So, I put all that to one side and I attempted to pigeonhole myself and really that was the start of a fight that I've only recently stopped fighting. So 
I am now doing a little bit of the stuff I did before. And why? Because I love it. I just love it. I earn a small amount of money from it, but I love it. So I am going back to doing some entertainment in care homes. I am going back to doing some entertainment in community networks like the WI, for instance. I devise shows, that's part of my creative love. I put things together, I research, and then I structure them into something that will entertain and engage. I love it, and I had missed it. Does that mean I can't be a professional business owner, communication coach? No, it just keeps adding to it. The experiences, but more than that, the fact that I'm energized, I'm motivated, because I'm not obsessing over just doing this one thing and resisting the urge to do these other things in case it looks unprofessional. So I am saying to you, it's fine not to put all your eggs in one basket. It can be a massive advantage. You can carve out your time as a freelancer how you wish. Isn't that one of the whole points of being self-employed? But also if you're in an employed position, it might be that you decide to go part-time so that you can pursue something completely different that maybe doesn't earn huge amounts but is a massive buzz energy giver for you. Or a hobby that you could perhaps morph into something that does create some income. Who knows? I've recently taken up climbing. Watch this space. I might suddenly become a massive influencer and be earning tons out of selling rock climbing booths. No, that's not why I'm doing it. But think out of the box. Don't get pressurized by this idea that anything other than a very straightforward offering, a very niched offering, a very pigeonholed description of what you do, who you are, is somehow less than. I'm not having a go at people who have had these beautifully straight line, upward going career paths that have a complete step-by-step -step connection along the way. I'm not having a go at people who have a very, very massively clear one thing only offering and have that in their headline. No, because guess what? That suits you. But if it doesn't, if you're fighting against that, I want you to rethink the value of putting your eggs in many baskets, of not getting in the should trap of the pigeonhole, and of proudly going out there and saying, I do this, I do that, and I do the other. And that, shouldn't make you less valuable, should it? So, practical offerings here. Go for a walk, <laughs> take some time off, take a week off if you can. I know it's not possible for everybody. Get some space, some headspace to be able to really, without the pressures of all those voices saying you should, you should, you should, this is what you have to have in your headline. This is uh, the only thing that people will value. Without that, just be in your own space, do something fun and start to think, do you know what? I won't be less valuable if I do take that up again or I do 
carve my days out so that I've got a bit more time for this hobby, even if it isn't an immediate money maker. Or I do proudly go out there saying, I can do this, and randomly, completely disconnected it appears, I can do that. Own it, that's the point. Own it, and if the fight is within you for this pigeonhole thing, then you need to address it because you will very quickly get your, your authentic voice, your joy, your motivation sucked out of you. And then you won't really be much good to anyone. Want to know more about staying unsquashed? Then head over to more resources at trishalewis.com. And while you're there, sign up for the fortnightly email, unsquashed. For now, until our next forensic investigation, stay curious and don't forget to show up to share. Thank you.